Welcome to What the Hell's Wrong With You, the podcast where we talk about our own mental health issues and try and help you guys figure out yours. Stay tuned to figure out what the hell's wrong with you. To what the hell is wrong with you? I'm Lane, and I'm sitting in with Austin today because everybody else is busy and out of town. So, it's true. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So this week we decided that our topic topic is going to be about relationships and moving on from either not healthy relationships or just relationships that you weren't ready to have yet. So. I am speaking from like fresh experience because I had to go through a breakup on Wednesday that was less than great, but it was the first time that I like actually felt that I had grown as a person because of my past relationships. And I know that you can't really talk about that stuff because you haven't been in a relationship like that and which is yeah. it's not a bad thing at all I don't mean to make it seem like it is but oh no you're fine I, I I just haven't been in relationships period now I mean that that's as far as like romantically speaking yeah but we can go both ways with it yeah yeah it's um I don't know it's hard to like one day go from being in a relationship and totally committed to a person and then the next day all of that is just dissolved I can imagine mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like a pleasant thing to have to go through no it's really fucking rough and um, so what happened was I found out so we went on a break like yeah. a week ago it wasn't even a week and I found out that she had cheated on me the night before like Tuesday night with a guy that I had asked if she had any like any feelings for it all and ended up that she did but she just kept on lying to me about it so that's not good no so it was really rough and I didn't find that out until so what happened was Wednesday I came in and I apologized to the guy because I felt like I hadn't misjudged him and judged his character incorrectly because yeah. I kept hearing all this shit and then I was like you know that doesn't sound like him he's a good guy and then I just asked if they had a thing and he said well yeah it started really recently and I said okay well we're on a break so I just decided you know if she doesn't want to be in a relationship with me that's fine I'll just break up with her and then she can move on and I can move on and move on in our separate ways but then we talked about it for three hours after that because I was, I had to deal with stuff. Like, I had to let her know how I was feeling and, like, yeah, help her understand that she really hurt me. And then towards the end of it, I found out that they had made out, like, the night before and we were still on a break. But um, that wasn't really what bothered me it was like all of the times that I had asked her about it it just felt like she had been lying to me the entire time yeah and then I started overthinking about that and thinking that she had been lying to me throughout our entire relationship so yeah I don't know and then 
after that, I talked to the guy, and I came in to the the coffee shop just fucking pissed. Like, I apparently scared the shit out of him and Daniel, <laughs> one of the baristas here. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, after about 10, 15 minutes, I was cooled down enough where I knew yeah. that I would be able to hold a steady conversation. But it, um, it wasn't even like it was a bad conversation that we had. It was a good, it was a constructive thing. And I just, I told him all of the things that I felt about him at that point too. Like, I knew that he was a good guy and that everybody makes mistakes and sometimes those mistakes hurt other people. But yeah, it was definitely a learning experience. Like, it was a shit night, but um, I, I definitely took a lot away from it. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes growing experiences are, or rather sometimes experiences that we grow from uh, both personally and emotionally are some of the harder things that we get to go through. But there's it's 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 different for everybody and how they handle it. Yeah. For how sure. How they're gonna take it, how they're gonna go through it and how quickly they can look back and be like, Oh, hey, that actually helped me. Yeah. So thanks, I think. Yeah, it was I don't know, it was one of the weirdest situations I've been in because it uh, honestly in the end I feel like it helped my friendship with this other guy because we both realized that we are very similar people and that we have gone through very similar things. Yeah. But, like, he's been on the receiving end of this. Like, he's been on my side, and I've been on his side in the whole situation. So it just it helped a lot to talk through it and understand that I want the best for both of them. It's not like I'm trying to hurt either of them, but yeah. I do. I need them to understand that I'm going through shit right now too, and that for sure they need to be courteous of like how I'm feeling also, and not just do things out of selfishness. And I don't think they meant to hurt anybody in the situation. Like, no, they probably didn't. That's where tunnel vision and the hypothetical blinders come in to mm-hmm. play. Yeah. And I think it helped working on nothing but emotions and dopamine. (laughs) Yeah. I also think it helped a lot to immediately talk about all that stuff. Like, because if I had waited a week or three days to confront either of them about it, I would have just internalized it and then self-destructed almost immediately. So I think it was really good to or ever going to be friends again problem head on and deal but, with it right uh, then yeah. there. I'll bleep her name out later. I mean, yeah, it's not I like... I kind of figured you would. I was, yeah. like, was going to say, I was like, ah, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally. production I meant to not do that intentionally. Like, I haven't been saying any of the other names, but yeah. anyways. I, I, I Regardless. Yeah, I just really want the best for both of them because... They are both good people. Yeah, they do stupid things and make shitty decisions, but in the end, they're good people. And they're, yeah. not, they're not doing these things intentionally. But I think, sure. it, I think that it was good for everybody. And that's it. And like how I handled the situation was good. 
every experience like that's going to be a growing experience. I mean, it's not like you go through, find the perfect thing, do it perfectly the first time, and live perfectly after. That's not really yeah. how it works. Yeah. I mean, for some people, sure. Like, I have a lot of friends that have, you know, got married at 19. They were the first person they ever dated, got married, had kids, and, like, really enjoy that. And, like, it really worked for them. But that's not how it is for everybody. Yeah. That's definitely not how it is for me. Yeah. Like, no. It's, really hoping that's how it will be for me, but I'm um, going to say probably not. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Um, relationships are hard, and I actually I think it's a really good thing that what you're doing is by, like, keeping your standards high and not going for the first person that seems attracted to you because I have fallen in that often. I've come close. I've been like, oh, actually, no, I don't know that anyone's ever been attracted to me. So I, <laughs> not that I know of anyways. Yeah. And I was like, but the only times people have even theorized about it, I've been like, mm, morals are different than mine. Beliefs are different than mine. Yeah. We have to align on certain things. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. And I'd like to see something fruitful and lasting come out of it versus yeah. just do the quote unquote uh, high school fling, if yeah. you will. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I do have high standards, but at the same time, like, they can't be unreasonably high. Exactly. They have to be, I mean, you're going to accept people with flaws. Like, I, one of the things that was the biggest worry for me was because I have, like, you know, OCD and panic attacks, and I get really depressed sometimes. They're like, okay, so no one's ever going to love me. Yeah. Never going to be in a relationship. Never going to you know, find someone. Yeah, and that, that happens to me too. Like, um, al almost every time, either I am freshly out of a relationship or I got friend-zoned or anything like that, yeah. I'll start to think, like, I'm unlovable. I don't understand how anybody would be able to... Yeah. One of the ways that it's positively affected my view, though, is looking, from it, uh, looking at it from the perspective, like, okay, so if... I go into a relationship with someone else who has these things. Yeah. Like, I get it. And I get that it's not perfect. And having to work through them with people sometimes built the best friendships and the strongest relationships that I have. Yeah. So if you have to work through something like that and you're both open and transparent about it, then if you do it well and you do it intentionally, it can actually grow relationships rather well, as long as you're not hiding it and doing it deep down yeah. and stuffing it all away for it to come out, you know, 20 years down the road. Because exactly. I have had the unfortunate reality of witnessing that. Yeah. And it's... Um, you got to find the fine line between that too, though. Like, yeah, because absolutely. in this last relationship, we both had severe depression. And the only shitty part about it was that when she got low, like, if both of us were low at the same time, it was really hard to even think about, like, the good times that were before. Yeah. And it's, it's a blessing and a curse because every once in a while, those things will happen and you'll be low at the same time. Oh, it's freaking hard. Yeah, and it's it's one of the most stressful things that I had to come to terms with in that relationship was that she was feeling a certain way that I couldn't help because 
and I know I knew yeah. that because I have experienced that. But I still tried to help because I I want to help people, which is like the entire reason behind this podcast is to show that everybody that feels that way isn't alone and that there's a shit ton of other people that feel the exact same way. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And there, there comes a point where realizing that the, I hate this term, um, that the spark quote unquote is not completely gone, but that there's a chemical imbalance rendering the other person somewhat incapable of like being really happy and positive and looking forward to good times like they might feel the same way about you but just like not physically be capable of feeling like really happy and yeah. energetic about it at that moment exactly and i think that was a lot of the struggle with this recent relationship because we both i actually know it was it was a lot but in the end it was more one-sided than anything and mm. she just didn't have the courage or the bravery to see like that she needs to tell me that she doesn't feel that way about me anymore, which kind of is a rough thing to say. But then again, it would have made this a lot easier. Yeah. And also one thing, if you ever break up with someone, never do it over text or email or anything. Yeah. I've heard that's horrible. You just, yeah, you got to do it in person. Like, well, if you do it over text and email, there's no closure. Exactly. Yeah. And the, my most recent ex, I hate that I keep on having to like describe her as that, but she told me that she had typed up this thing saying all of this shit like that she wanted to tell me no. and that she was going to send it to me. But then all of this other stuff started happening and I was like, you just need to grow a pair and then fucking tell me like it's, it's hard, but you need to do it because it's a lot better in the end than just yeah. going around feeling nothing for this, this other person. But yeah, then it's essentially just like leading them on. Which is exactly how she phrased it, and I feel the exact same way. Yeah, and, and I mean, if there if it gets to the point where there aren't feelings or something like that on one side, and it's a one sided thing, yeah, sit down and talk about it. Yeah, because sometimes, like, if you come to an understanding or there's legitimately an issue that you're just not talking about, and that's the reason behind it, you can be resolved and still have a successful relationship come out of it. Yeah, but when shit like cheating happens, but yeah, and I'm not I'm not referencing your scenario specifically. No, I, I know, but I'm just I'm throwing that out there. Like mm-hmm. when if you are cheated on or you cheat on someone else, that is the absolute end of your relationship. Like in my mind, that's one of the most unforgivable things. I've seen it come back a couple times, and work really well. Yeah, but they had to work really hard at it. Yeah. And they had to go through years of marriage counseling and Yeah. But you you have to be willing to fight for the relationship. If it's again, yep. if it's one-sided, there's going to be no resolve, there's going to be no way to fix the issue. And yeah. the issue is going to still be there until you inevitably break apart or end up in the psych ward or prison. But Yeah. These, or until you eventually end up staying married or staying in the relationship with the other person sitting watching TV on the couch all day and not being there and just being stuck there because you feel like you need to continue the cycle. Exactly. Not that I've ever experienced that or anything. (laughs) 
doesn't sound like it at all. Nope. <laughs> Certainly not. Nah, so it's it's just a rough like period of time for me like right now because it's been a day and a half and I still haven't really come to terms with the fact that it happened. Like I'm I can realize that all of that my relationship with her is done, but I can't yeah. I still feel pain and hurt whenever I see her. And I think the biggest thing that actually really does bother me is that I don't see that same look in her eyes because I don't feel like she feels like she hurt me, which is frustrating because I just, I talked to her for three hours about it and she cried for two and a half of those hours. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. That was a long two and a half hours, my friend. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. But it was a good two and a half hours. Yeah, I believe it. Because in the end, if you are breaking up with someone over reasons like that, you have got to make them understand that this is not okay and that you need to be held responsible and accountable for that. Like, for hey, you, you hurt me. Exactly. And I said that probably five or six times because I don't, I still don't really know if she understands how much. Well, it's because it's because of the emotional attachment, at least from my experience and what I've witnessed in uh, other people's relationships. Is it's from, or at least the reason one of them that they don't necessarily feel bad about it all the time is because they're looking at it from their perspective, which is, oh, I'm so much happier now. I found somebody else. Yeah. Like, sparks are flying. New chemicals are being released. Like, I'm happy. We're in the quote unquote honeymoon phase. Yeah. So they don't look back and feel bad because they're in what they perceive to be a better place. Yeah. Regardless of the situation. And someone else, i.e. you right now, are stuck back in that, like, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It was it was really weird. Like, it was one of those conversations where you felt like you were talking to the person, but they weren't actually listening, but they were responding. They were, like, nodding and smiling and being like, yeah, uh-huh. I mean, she was nodding and crying, but yeah, essentially the same thing. <laughs> nodding and smiling equals nodding and crying. Yeah. Greater yeah. than or equal to. <laughs> yeah, it was very strange, but... Sounds like a weird night. Oh, yeah, it was fucked. Like, that's why I called you, because I was... It was a really rough night, because... Dude! Tell me that next time and I just won't go to sleep. <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't want to be like that guy that's going to call you. I don't you care at, if you're that guy. Well, you had to work at four in the morning, but it's so? fine. It's whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Who needs sleep? Exactly. Um, yeah, but it was really helpful because it, in the end, I saw a lot of personal growth on my half or on my behalf because in my past relationships, like I remember my very first relationship like the OG ex-girlfriend oh yeah um, she was almost exactly like my most recent ex mm. and I saw it from the beginning but I was like you know what maybe things are going to be different she might not fuck me over in the end but almost to a T everything happened exactly the same way that is so fun yeah but in 
at the end of this relationship, I got to say all of those the things that I wanted to in the first one, but I was not, I wasn't emotionally ready or emotionally stable enough to say those things to my first ex. And I mean, and, at that point, honestly, for both of you, it may have been better for it to have just ended. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I think we ended up mutually agreeing that it was not going to be good for either party. Yeah. Because it was like, so I, she just ended up saying that she couldn't see a future with me, which I totally get. Like, but if you wait a month until you say that to the person and you just lead them on for a fucking month, it's not going to end well. Like, because they're continuing to develop these feelings for you and then yeah, they're basically just droning on in a direction of a lie. Yeah, and in the end, when the other person realizes that it's a lie or finds out that it's a lie, then things just implode, and you can't... It's it's difficult to start a, or even think about starting a new relationship after that kind of stuff has happened. But because of my first ex, I was able to see all this shit and then realize like what I needed to do afterwards to get over it. And I think I'm, because of the way that I handled it, because I got to talk with both my ex and then her new boyfriend, that it helped make it final. And it helped me see that there was no pat or there was no future to it. Yeah. And there was going to be no communication on my, my half towards that because it was... It was a shitty thing to do to another human being. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was, like I keep saying, it was a good night in that I learned a lot from it and that I got to see how much I had grown. But it was a shitty night for, like, the emotional side of me because all yeah. of that shit did happen. For sure. But, yeah. Dang. Yeah, it was That's rough. Not fun. No. So, if you are feeling like you need to break up with your significant other... Go for it. But then again, also consider the consider the other person's feelings. Like Yeah. Consider the consequences. See, I go to someone you trust and talk to them about it. Yeah. Don't keep it inside your head. As much as I hate to be that guy over the radio or whatever podcast. Gosh, I'm so freaking old. <laughs> <laughs> um over like a podcast telling you what to do, but honestly go to someone who you would consider a mentor or someone who would be good like as a guidance counselor just in life yeah and don't go to someone that's going to say like just the shit that you want to hear because yeah, don't, you, you, you want to go to somebody that's going to tell you what's really freaking hard to hear exactly you need both sides of it you can see you have to see the good and the bad when you're considering ending a relationship because that to me that the ending of a relationship can be final, but also if there's, if that one person did a single particular thing that can be fixed. Yeah. Like sit down and talk about it and be like, Hey, this really bothered me. And like, I don't know if I can stay with you. Yeah. If X, Y, Z scenario persists. Exactly. And you know, if you can do something and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that that was affecting you in such a negative way. I will really try to change and walk through it together sometimes that builds a relationship exactly. so don't just give up with no hope exactly you need to you need to weigh the cost of 
getting out of the relationship along with the benefits of staying in it. Yeah. And for sure, if there isn't a future, like if you are starting to not see a future, you need to tell that you need to tell your significant other just so that you don't lead them on. Yeah. Don't months lead them on and then just destroy them when they've been planning to do something. Exactly. I mean, the freaking engagement videos you see where the guy's like, man, I've been, the girl's like, no, yeah, I was, uh, we were, I thought we were done. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, don't let it get there. Yeah. It's relationships are weird. I know I've said it a couple different times already, but yeah, they are super weird and they're ridiculously complicated beasts. Yeah. you definitely have to prepare yourself for it. If you're in a place where you're not sure if you should be in a relationship, you should not be in a relationship, period. Which like, is one reason I'm not. Exactly. You have to build yourself up before you can even start to think about loving another human being because if you don't love yourself, then there's really no point in attempting to love another person because it's it's really fucking hard. And there's going to be a lot that goes into it. And it's not just going to be you're not going to only be hurting yourself in the end. Um, I found a quote in a book today that I think pretty much summed up exactly what I said. It says, the first rule of not being a dick to others is don't be a dick to yourself. If you're vicious to yourself, you're probably going to be vicious to others. And if you're vicious to others, other people will be vicious to you. So don't walk around hating yourself or being a negative Nancy. That doesn't help anyone. Hmm. And I completely agree with that and I put that on my snapchat story and my ex saw it so I'm pretty sure that she thinks it's about her which it I'm not gonna lie slightly kind of is is. but in it in essence it's not like calling her out on purpose it's just a PSA to everybody that you shouldn't be a dick to yourself like yeah you need to you need to learn to love yourself which is one of the things that she said that put us on a break because she said that she didn't know if she wanted to be in a relationship and she didn't know if she was ready to be in a relationship because of her mental state. Yeah. But then she goes from our relationship and then cheats on me with this other guy and now they're going to build a relationship, which makes no fucking sense to me. And it, it's just confusing. Like, the human brain is fucked. Are you agreeing or no? <laughs> I don't really have an answer for that. Yeah. Uh, my my consensus of what we've talked about, essentially, uh, life's a journey, not a race. Take exactly. your time and do it right. Yep. Yeah. Stitch it's, that on a pillow. I don't know how to stitch, but I would if I could. Learn. All right. Well, I think we're... <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're, we're nearing the end of the episode. Do you All have right. any closing comments, arguments, questions. Ah, just what I just said. Well, all right, well done. I'm pretty content just going out on that, yeah. Wow, interesting. Well, I guess we'll we'll take a quick quick, uh, five-minute, ten-minute break, and then uh, we'll be back for another episode about friendships instead of relationships. Ooh, that one might go on a little long. (laughs) That's fine with me. Cool. Because we'll have ample amount to talk about. So fair. Let's go outside for a minute. Nope.